0: Today on Building in Faith with Pastor Ed Jones. Building in Faith
1: The strongest of us find ourselves at times in a cast position where God has to come down and just pick us up. He promises to be our guide. He will lead you in the right paths, righteous paths. That will produce the best in you and bring out the best in you he will lead you to the place of spiritual renewal restoration because we are prone to wander
0: reaching up high with arms open wide we see you're changing our whom do we look to for help when we start to wander in our journey in life? In today's study, Pastor Ed will teach us that even the strongest Christians need God to direct their steps. We are like sheep that tend to wander. God promises to be our guide. We can't do it in our own strength. Trust God to guide us and lead us on the right path for our lives. He only wants what's best for us. God will have compassion on us, and He will be faithful to lead us on paths of righteousness. Now, here's Pastor Ed with today's message entitled God's Great Faithfulness.
1: In faith. Always when it's darkest, stars shine the brightest. There's an incredible passage of Scripture, and it comes out of the book of Lamentations. Lamentations, this idea of of weeping and sorrow, The, the people of God had been carried away into captivity. They were under the chastisement, the judgment of God, but God had not forsaken them. See, God will discipline you, but he's not out to destroy you. Turn to the book of Lamentations. It's after the book of Jeremiah. It's Jeremiah's writings. If you go to the Psalms, you go to the major prophets, and then you'll come to the book of Lamentations, the third chapter. A beautiful promise of hope in the midst of difficult and dark times. Verse 22, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassion never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. His compassions they never fail. His faithfulness is there. Day after day after day after day. Even when it seems like the heavens have been shut up and they're like brass... Even when we can't see one step ahead and all seems dark. Even when it seems like the clouds, dark clouds, are following over our head, He is still faithful. God is faithful to keep His promise, to keep His word. What he said, he will do. What he promised, he will fulfill. God promised Abraham, you're going to be a great nation. Your children will be like the sands of the sea, like the stars in the heavens. All I have is Isaac. But God keeps his word. And the Jews fill the earth with their numbers. God keeps his promise. God said to Moses, I'm going to deliver you from Egypt with a strong and a mighty hand. Pharaoh would not let them go. But God, with a strong and a mighty hand, brings one plague after another, after another. On the tenth plague... They usher the Jewish people out. But then they have second thoughts and try and reclaim them. But God had freed them. God keeps his word to Moses You will leave the land of bondage. God said to Joshua, You're going to go into the promised land. There's battles ahead, there's struggles that you must fight. But God keeps his word. And into the promised land they go, and the victories are won. Let me read to you the words that a man wrote shortly before he died. My income has never been large at any time due to impaired health in the earlier years which has followed me all through my life. But I must not fail to record here the unfailing faithfulness of a covenant-keeping God. This man, shortly before he died, wrote a beautiful song that was inspired by the faithfulness of God, by the passages of Scripture that we will look at, and the passages of Scripture that we've read. <laughs> Great is your faithfulness. They're new every morning, your favors, your blessings. That can be, should be, the testimony of every single believer. He is faithful, even when we are not, Paul tells us. He is faithful. God is faithful to watch over you throughout the journey of life, from the beginning to the end, from the first To the last. He is faithful to guide you on the journey of life. That's what the psalmist said in Psalm 48, verse 14. For this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even to the end. From the first breath you take to the last breath you breathe, God promises to guide you. From the first step you ever take to the last faltering step you ever make, he promises that he will guide you all through your days. That's his promise. There are a lot of paths that we can take. We come to forks in the road and we decide, should I go this way or that way? Should I take This path, should I take that path? Our college students had to make those type of decisions Uh, recently. They had to decide, should I go to this college or that college? Uh, Should I go here or there? And there were numerous good choices to make. But there was the best choice for them. And it might be different for someone else. God's leading is individualized. Now, there's commonality, but there are individual steps that will be different in the path that you walk than someone else does. In Psalm 23, verse 3, the psalmist David looks at God and says, God is like a shepherd, and he says, He restoreth my soul, he leadeth me where? Paths of righteousness. God is never going to lead us into unrighteousness. He's never going to lead you into sin. The path that he has marked out for you is a path that will bring out the best in you if you submit to God. He's interested in your spiritual well-being. Sometimes it's hard to evaluate, should I take this job or that job? Should I go to this college or that college? Should I take this path or that path? Well, God will guide you. And one of the ways that you could help discern the path is will that decision make you and put you in a place where you'll be closer to God? Look back over the past two years. Look back over the past year. Are you closer to God than you were a couple of years ago? Are you walking with God more closely than you had been? If you aren't, you're not doing something right. You're not walking in the path the way you should. But if you walk in the paths that he has for you, they're going to be righteous paths, right paths. Greater obedience to God's word, a greater closeness to God's presence. Now, God is not going to push you. He will only lead you. He's not going to force you, but he will guide you. God promises to guide us in paths of righteousness. The wrong path never reaches the right destiny. The wrong path is not going to get you to fulfill the destiny that God has chosen, ordained, and planned for your life. Only the right path will. And that right path is filled with righteousness. God's word, God's law, God's commandments. Following those things, producing in you godliness. God proves himself to those who will obey him to those who will submit to his guidance. In our world, in our nation, in our culture, we all want to have a multitude of choices, a self-preference. I have my preference, you have your preference. Uh, But God wants us to choose his way. Could you picture the Israelites saying, listen, we know a shortcut to the promised land. There's a much shorter way, God. Well, God knew that way would have been dangerous for them. It would have been self-destructive to them. Uh, They were not ready. God knows the path that you must take. Follow him. Trust him. God knows the way through the wilderness. Uh, we have an attitude of self reliance that john wayne mentality that's in the psyche of americans we need a god reliance we're god i can't do this on my own i need you every step of the way have you noticed on the journey sometimes you keep repeating the same lessons you know god i'm going through this trial again is God trying to work something out of you? He could be. I, why is this happening again? Why am I going through Is there something in our nature, something in our character, something in our being that God is trying to refine and he's saying, son, daughter, I want to lead you in the paths of righteousness so that you become holy, godly, right with me. I love... Psalm 25, verse 1. Powerful verse of Scripture. O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name for in perfect faithfulness you have done marvelous things. Things planned long ago. God had a plan for you before you ever took your first breath. While you were... Not even conceived, God knew you would be conceived. God had a plan for your life. And what you and I need to do is say, God, I want to be in the center of your will. And that is when we walk in righteousness. We say, God, lead me in the paths of righteousness. When you walk in the paths of righteousness, you're going to look more and more like Jesus Christ. You're going to be more and more right with God, right with men. And so he leads us in the paths of righteousness. Oh, I know better than God. And person gets impatient and they make decisions on their own and all of a sudden they make a mess of things simply because they haven't said yes to God's will, yes to God's way. We tend to want to be stubborn. Anybody know what that is? I'm going to do it my way. And God say, no, 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 no. You've got to do it my will. I'm looking for servants. I'm looking for those who will submit to me, surrender to me. I'm looking for those who will say yes to my will and my way. Uh, his plan for you long ago is found in the paths of righteousness. Now, God guides us in righteous paths, but... I want you to see something else that God guides us to the place of restoration. Not only the place of righteousness, but the place of restoration. In verse 2 and 3 of Psalm 23, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. There are times God takes us by that still water to refresh in us. Sheep become frightened very easily and they can't drink by a rapid-flowing stream. He takes them to green pastures. Now, sheep, like human beings, have wandering eyes. It seems like the pasture is greener on the other side, but that's just an illusion. God's going to lead you to green pastures, to restful waters. He restoreth my soul. Bible scholars feel that that's referring to sheep when they are in a cast position. Sheep don't have very long legs. And sometimes when they're lying down and they want to just stretch out, their body weight shifts and they turn over on their back. And they can't get up. They're just flat on their back. And if a sheep will stay in that position during a hot summer day, they may live for several hours, but the circulation is cut off to the extremities and they die. If it's a cooler, nicer day, they may stay in that position for several days, but eventually they'll die. The psalmist David, in Psalm 42 and 43, said... Why are you downcast, O oh my soul? Why so disturbed within me? That happens. At times, we find ourselves in a cast position where flat on our back, we can't get up. Have you ever been there? Have you ever found yourself there? Maybe through disobedience, maybe through discouragement, maybe through depression. But for some reason, you find yourself in a cast position. This world, the flesh, and the devil is arrayed against the believer. And we're in this battle. And there are times that we need to be restored. The good shepherd will come and he'll start the circulation again. He'll rub the sheep's legs. He'll turn them back up on his feet. And he'll help that sheep in that cast position. There are times that you can't get up on your own. But the good shepherd comes and he maybe uses someone or he creates certain circumstances or he just intervenes in your life. There are times because of our humanness, our frailty, our sinfulness, the life in this present world, we find ourselves flat on our back, unable to get up. He was a preacher, a very, very prominent preacher. He said, for weeks, he didn't even open the Bible. He is a prophetic voice to our generation in many ways. His wife was struggling with cancer. He was in a terrible car accident. He felt so far from God. And at a very low point he uttered a prayer up to God. He said, God, I don't need a rebuke. I just need to be loved. And God, at that moment, Dave Wilkerson said, reached his hands down and lifted him up and ministered to him. Even the best of us, the strongest of us, find ourselves at times In a cast position where God has to come down and just pick us up. He promises to be our guide. He will lead you in the right paths, righteous paths, that will produce the best in you and bring out the best in you. He will lead you to the place of spiritual renewal, restoration, because we are prone to wander like sheep we all turn astray. God promises to guide us. I love this passage of Scripture. Tucked away in the minor prophets, Micah says, Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over transgressions for the remnant of his inheritance? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in steadfast love. He will again have compassion on us. He will tread our iniquities underfoot. You will cast our sins into the depths of the sea. Perhaps your sin has caught up with you. Perhaps you're just physically, emotionally at a place where you just are having difficulties. He promises to guide His sheep even when they're in that state to the place of restoration. So in this moment, in this time with God, let God, the Good Shepherd, come and restore. Maybe the flames of devotion are burning dim. Maybe your ardor for God has abated, has gone down. Let God come and rekindle your passion for spiritual things We've looked at God's faithfulness to guide us. He promises throughout the journey he will be there to guide us in the paths of righteousness. And sometimes um, our disappointments are his guidance. We don't always recognize his gracious hand, but he's there guiding. And he promises to guide us to the places of restoration, refreshment. We need that as those on the journey. But God also promises that he will protect us. His faithfulness is seen in a myriad of ways. But I especially think of how God protects us. God is faithful to protect us on the journey. In Psalm 27, verse 5, David says, For in the day of trouble he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his tabernacle and set me upon a rock. This psalm was written at a low point in David's life. He felt like he was being pushed down, pulled down, broken down. And at that moment, he lifts his soul up to God, knowing that God is gracious, filled with mercy. And he says, God, even at that moment, I find shelter in you, rest in you, help in you, peace in you. One of the greatest enemies you will ever fight in this battle of life is yourself. It's not without, it's within. It's not outside yourself, it's inside yourself. And you know God Protects us from ourselves? Yeah. Psalm 39, verse 5. You hem me in behind and before. You have laid your hand upon me. Have you felt the times God blocking you, restraining you, confining you, redirecting you? That's God's good hand. His good hand of protection. There's a... A fable about a kite and the kite is thinking to itself he it says if I could just get rid of that man who's holding me back then I could fly above the clouds and kiss the stars one day the string breaks now at last it was free to soar higher than it had ever gone before but much to its surprise it did not rise above its present height fact, it just simply came crashing down to the earth. Building in
0: faith. It's our hope and prayer that each time you join us here on Building in Faith, that your faith in God is truly being built up. We invite you to come and join us for worship. Building in Faith is an outreach ministry of Faith Assembly in Poughkeepsie, New York. We meet every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. When you log on to buildinginfaithradio.com, just click the Back to Home page button in the top left corner to navigate to the church website. There you can find more information about Faith Assembly. Building in Faith is the radio ministry of Dr. Edward Jones of Faith Assembly in Poughkeepsie, New York. Now we want to encourage you to log on to buildinginfaithradio.com and spend some time getting to know us. There you can find today's message. The only thing you need to remember is today's date. Again, to stay current with what's being broadcasted here on Building in Faith and to access the archive of messages, log on to buildinginfaithradio.com. Or if you'd like, you can always give us a call. Our phone number is 845-462-5955. That's 845-462-5955. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We invite you to join us again for the next edition of Building in Faith. On behalf of Pastor Ed, Faith Assembly, and the entire production team, we want to say thank you for joining us and come back next time for another edition of Building in Faith.